welcome uh, to another uh, episode of A Pastor and His People. I'm Pastor Dave Keene. This is a podcast, the Park Baptist Church, to help us get to know uh, one another better. Today, I have uh, Nathan Mackey with me. Nathan, how are we doing? I'm doing well, Dave. How are you? I'm doing wonderful, brother. It's uh, such a pleasure to be able to be here uh, with you today. Uh, well, why don't we kind of just start and um, you know, kind of tell us where you're from, tell us a little bit about your uh, your family. I uh, grew up in a small town in South Carolina called Heath Springs, uh, about 900 people. Uh, I always joked and said it was a one-horse town, but about 10 years ago, the horse died, and everybody came out and had a big funeral for the horse. <laughs> but um, I grew up kind of on a, a little farm in the middle of nowhere, and uh, my parents were very uh, devout believers, are very devout Believers, they're working on 51 years of marriage. And uh, just uh, probably about when I was 10 years old, uh, they left a church that was very, um, I'll say there were, there were, it was a lot about rules and regulations. And they began listening to a pastor on uh, tape because we just we stopped going to church there because of some issues. And, um, they started listening to a pastor on tape. They would mail away for the tapes, and they would come from uh, Panorama City, California, out of a place called uh, Grace to You and Pastor John MacArthur. And so they would get these tapes, and Pastor MacArthur would take them through the Bible uh, verse by verse. And so they finished the series, send the tapes back to California, and then more tapes would come, and they did this for for probably a year or so, and, and they decided, you know, it's, and we were visiting churches back and forth, um, but uh, they couldn't find a church in the area that they really felt was uh, teaching expository uh, teaching. And so they, with three other families, um, started a church, and uh, the church is still going to this day. Uh, but um, I guess I should kind of rewind a little bit. I was born three months premature and well nathan before you before weeks, before you get to, to, to uh, your sorry, before you get to that yeah. story uh tell us about uh, your wife and and uh your baby mm-hmm. okay um sorry if i got a little caught up um it's a lot of details and a long story um my wife and i've been married about four years her name's karen and uh i met her through a mutual friend and uh we uh uh, had a daughter almost three years ago. We, my daughter was born, uh, oh goodness, five weeks premature and had some issues early on. But uh, God, in His grace, saw fit to keep her here with us, and we're thankful for that. And we're we're doing our best to raise her in the nurture and admonition of the Lord. Amen. Well, I know that uh, you're. Uh, I didn't mean to cut you off there, brother, but I know your uh, your testimony Fine. about how the Lord uh, brought you to faith is kind of all connected to uh, God's uh, providence in your life in terms of, you know, you being sure. pre- born premature. So why don't you kind of go ahead and share that story, talk about maybe that, how you were, you were born. and Sure. Um, well, my I should say that my parents became believers in 1970 and kind of was giving you a little bit, probably too much background about where they came from. But that all plays into my story that... Um, my mom was told she would never get pregnant, you know, and God in his 
infinite wisdom saw fit for her to get pregnant. And uh, I, I was born three months premature, and I weighed two pounds and 10 ounces and had a lot of issues uh, after my birth. And a couple weeks after I was born, I stopped breathing, and the oxygen affected, or lack of oxygen rather, affected uh, my brain, gave me some brain damage. And uh, it uh, brought on a condition known as cerebral palsy, which you probably are familiar with. Um, I have kind of a limp or a gait when I walk and some unusual mannerisms. But um, other, other than that, I don't have a lot of huge issues other than some, some mobility and balance issues. But um, I grew up in a Christian home, but I was really angry at God for for what he had allowed in my life and saw kind of him as the enemy. And unfortunately, because of that, I, I resented him and was very angry. And I couldn't take out my anger on God, so I took out my anger on my parents. And uh, when I was 14 years old, I was ready to complete life. And um, during family devotions, which my parents tried to have on a regular basis, um, I told him, I said, I'm not going to church anymore. I don't care about God. He doesn't care about me. And, and uh, I don't want anything to do with God. And they said, well, why don't you tell that to God? And so I started to pray and I felt the conviction of the Holy Spirit just very, very almost like a physical weight on me. And um, I just poured out my sins to God and told him that I was ready to give up and I didn't want to live anymore. And that if he would take my life and make something out of the mess I had made that I wanted him to do just that. And uh, in an instant, he took all that sin and guilt and shame away from me and anger and resentment away from me and uh, totally made me a new person. Praise God. Um, now, how has, you know, your kind of conversion, post-conversion, how has the Lord kind of used your, um, you know, your birth and the cerebral palsy as kind of a testimony or a witness for him? Well, I, I think it's, um, uh, you know, a lot of people have, don't have a physical disability and, uh, most people don't, I would say. And, and it just goes to show that when I am weak, God is strong within me, that he can, he can overcome these things. And as Paul said, my, my, his strength is made perfect in my weakness. And that is kind of, uh, it would, I would say it would be the thorn or my thorn in the flesh that I carry with me all the time. And, and, uh, I just want to encourage people that God can help them overcome whatever they're dealing with, whether it's a physical disability, whether it's just, uh, loss of a, a loved one or anything that they're going through that God can conquer all if you give it to him. So, well, amen. Well, you have, um, uh, been working for the same company for a long time. Uh, tell us about that company, a great company and tell us what do you, what do you do there? Well, um, 16 years ago, almost, well, more than 16 years ago, I was privileged to be asked to join as an employee with the Billy Graham Evangelistic Association, Charlotte, North Carolina. As you know, that ministry has a long legacy. Uh, 
in, all over the world. And uh, three and a half years, I worked in the call center there and worked with donors and uh, all kinds of people calling and asking questions, needing prayer, needing um, just all kinds of spiritual help. And so that was a good training ground for what I do now, which is in 2012, I was asked to basically start on the ground floor of their internet evangelism ministry. And um, now what I do is I help train uh, online chat coaches to chat with uh, English speakers all around the world. And uh, we have over 200 chat coaches. Um, I've trained some of them. We have some volunteer trainers that do that as well. And I'm just very, very blessed to be a part of just helping people begin a relationship with the Lord. We have discipleship resources that we share with someone when they make a commitment to Jesus. And then we also try to put them, our best to put them in a Bible-believing church in their area so that they can continue that discipleship journey. Now, uh, I know that, you know, those of you who are listening to this, we're, we're kind of in the middle of the um, coronavirus uh, pandemic crisis, and we know that many people are kind of looking to, to faith and researching prayer and, you know, being uh, on the internet evangelism side. Nathan, have you seen kind of an uptick in people kind of reaching out to um, the, the Billy Graham Evangelist Association for help and for questions about God? Oh, sure. We've, we've seen a huge, huge number of those. Uh, I see those every day. I see people who are scared, uh, people who are searching, people who want a relationship with Jesus, uh, specifically because of this virus. And uh, uh, it's just a neat, um, a neat, I hate to say, I hate to say neat, but it's an amazing thing that God is doing with this virus is drawing people unto himself. People are asking questions that they normally wouldn't ask, but they're being faced with the possibility of their mortality. And it's, it, it can be a very scary time if you're not a believer in Christ. And even if you are, sometimes folks can be overcome with anxiety and worry about that. Um, so it's a neat time to be in ministry and to be in such a position to to minister to folks in such a unique way. Yeah, it's a, it's an amazing thing uh, to, to think about uh, Billy Graham himself. And uh, when I think about him, I, the words that usually come to my mind are repent, right? I hear, heard that often in, in his preaching. He called people to repentance. And sure. I believe that's what the Lord is doing, even, even now through this pandemic, that he is calling uh, the world uh, to repentance and faith in him. Uh, well, uh, Nathan, how did you come to uh, Park Baptist Church? Well, uh, my wife and I have been going to a, a good, great church in Charlotte, and we were living in the Indian land area at the time, and we loved the church in Charlotte, but it was a little far for us, and uh, we decided that we needed a church that was closer where we could be involved in the church body, and so we looked online uh, at a website called founders.org and found a couple churches and started looking at the churches, the websites and stuff, and really liked what we saw at uh, Park. And, and um, we went to the Park website, and we went to the Facebook Live, and we watched a guy 
uh, named John Whitaker preach a, a sermon on Sunday night. And then we watched a guy named Dave King <laughs> preach a sermon. And we said, well, let's go there. Let's check it out. So the first Sunday we, we visited and it just felt like home to us. It was very similar to the churches that we had been a part of in the past. And just the people were so friendly, but most of all, we were, we were encouraged by the, the teaching of the Bible verse by verse, how to apply it to our lives. And, uh, we couldn't believe that a church like Park existed in Rock Hill, and we didn't know about it. So. <laughs> well, we, we love to fly under the radar. <laughs> um, uh, well, uh, Nathan, how, how has uh, God used uh, the people at Park uh, to encourage uh, your walk with Christ? Ooh, that's, that's a big question. Um, just the encouragement that I get... Um, I think also they um, they challenge me. You challenge me. Bobby Schellenberger challenges me. Uh, lots of other people challenge me. Um, you know, really not on a surface level, but at the depth of who I am. You know, am I really striving for Christ? Am I really doing what I should be doing as a believer? It's not just just hey, how are you? Love you, brother. See you next time. It's How's your walk? How are you doing? How are you treating your wife? How are you doing as a dad? And um, really, it it um, kind of uncovers a lot of the nasty stuff I don't like to think about. Like, you know, am I really am I really on track? How am I doing? Am I am I failing? And in a lot of ways, I do fail. I um, can be very hypocritical sometimes, and and so I'm thankful for the folks at park and how you guys challenge me to be like Christ, be like Christ and my wife and, and be like Christ and my family and also the other members of Park Baptist church. Well, praise God. Praise God for that. Uh, well, I know Nathan, you, you kind of have a few interesting hobbies, right? So when people kind of get to know you, they, they start to learn a lot of uh, interesting things uh, about you. So what are some of the, the things that you kind of enjoy doing in your free time? Um, when I was 18 years old, I took an airplane ride in a missionary airplane out at Jars in Waxhaw, North Carolina, and uh, became very interested in airplanes and started taking flying lessons. And uh, through friendship that I developed there, um, was able to uh, a student pilot's license. And uh, uh, while I have Kind of funny, for the last 20 years, I still am able to fly on occasion and um, have several hundred hours of logged time in single-engine aircraft and a couple of helicopters and enjoy doing that. Um, I've, I like baseball, uh, really missing the fact that uh, the season is, is on hold right now and uh, kind of missing playing catch with folks at park on Wednesday nights and... Uh, I enjoy music and part of the, the acting problems get part. Just um, I'm kind of like a jacket. I'm not really great at any one thing. I just do do a lot of things, just uh, not extremely well. But uh, I, I enjoy a lot of different stuff. 
Well, that's uh, pretty much the, the life of a pastor. We are kind of a generalist, and we kind of know a lot about a little. Um, uh, so, uh, well, brother, uh, how can we be praying for uh, you and your family during this season? Uh, pray that we all remain healthy. That's ultimately up to God, but we we like to remain healthy. Um, pray that I can I can lead my wife well. Um, and it's it's a this particular is a difficult season uh, because so many things going on. Trying to trying to balance life and uh, work at home and be a good dad and everything. So that's kind of kind of daunting right now. Um, we're looking for a house to buy in the the your general York County area. Hopefully Rock Hill or Edgemore or, or York uh, Township. Uh, so you can pray for that, um, and with the virus, you know, do, putting a dampener on so many businesses and things that it's having an effect on our ability to purchase a home. So you can pray for that. But um, just think, just that God would have His will done in our lives that we'll uh, accept that and joyfully, and that God will strengthen our marriage and our my friendship with my wife. And um, we'll um, we'll raise our daughter well. So, Amen. Those are uh, wonderful requests. So let's uh, let's go to the Lord in prayer. Uh, Heavenly Father, we do thank you for your grace and your mercy. How you have uh, called us out of darkness into your wonderful light. I thank you that you have uh, forgiven uh, Nathan from his sins and um, saved him by your grace. Lord, we do pray that you would um, help him. Uh, lead and love his wife well, uh, lead and love his daughter well, that uh, that they would um, that you would use him to uh, shepherd uh, his family and help them grow in Christ. Father, that you would uh, especially protect uh, his marriage and help them grow in their friendship. Father, we pray for uh, their desire to purchase a home. We pray that you would open up an opportunity to place them exactly where you want them to be so they could be a witness for you to their neighbors and um and just to be able to be, continue to make an impact at Park Baptist Church. Father, we do thank you so much for sustaining them so far through this uh, season of the virus. We pray you keep them healthy, Lord. Uh, they, we just commit them to you, Lord. Father, use their gifts and their love for you uh, to be uh, magnified uh, in your body uh, and make your name and your fame uh, great in all the earth. So, Lord, we love you and we thank you for this time. In Jesus' name. Amen. Uh, pray that we all remain healthy. That's ultimately up to God, but we we like to remain healthy. Um, pray that I can I can lead my wife well. Um, mm-hmm.